Ernie. Miles. Episode 8. This is going to be our finale episode. Finale. We're not making any more episodes after this one. Can we also just comment on uh, this jersey I'm wearing that I stole from uh, Ernie today because I wanted to feel more English, but it's an Ireland jersey. I think I look insane right now. Well, it's an Irish slash um, American jersey. That's even more. In- I look crazy. You do look a little bit crazy. You don't look yourself. It's cool. You look like a hooligan. Hooligan. And this hoodie is actually Miles. It is mine. Miles's, yeah. So we switched clothes. We switched clothes. That's cool. Just to throw you guys off a little bit. Just to go wham. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just to be a little bit silly. Um, yeah, finale episode um, until we do... We move on to season two. Which is going to be, you know, we're going to get guests in here. We just wanted to get this going first. Labor mm-hmm. of love, you know? It is a labor of love, and it's been cool to kind of, like, be front end, I guess, of Call Me Data, rather than, like, doing all of the back end For stuff. You. Yeah. I suppose so. I mean, I don't know what people's, like, response to me is going to be like. They might be like, boo. Yeah, boo. Throwing tomatoes at me. Get this That'd be cool. Off. I mean, if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. Very true. And Lord knows I have a lot of haters. I don't think that's true. No, it's probably not. I notice I always sit like curled up on these because I'm freaking cold here in this country. Me, t- I just like, I think this is just me in general. Just Season two like, in LA for sure. For sure. Let's do that. Yeah, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, I feel like the past couple episodes, we've kind of just like riffed and, you know, had kind of a back and forth rapport going. And we didn't really talk about anything like s- super specific. Mm-hmm. But today, um, we kind of like... I mean, I we kind of had a chat with um, Max's mom, mm-hmm. and we were like, you know, we are coming from from the perspective of like making a podcast as two men, mm-hmm. which is like every almost every podcast. Yep, just two guys. Um, you know, we we want to make sure that we are connecting with women. Yeah, and, and I and also just like people anybody i also noticed like a lot of our followers are women Mm -hmm. which i find to be like really interesting yeah i mean i love that Mm -hmm. but um it's just interesting nonetheless yeah so i think that you know we kind of asked for her advice and what she thinks that we could maybe talk about um on the podcast and she gave us the idea of talking about like how you can nurture the relationship with your your partner when your child is born. Because yeah. I think that, like, there is kind of this trope that a relationship begins to crumble mm-hmm. or get, you know, it, it is neglected yeah. when you have a child. Yeah. And what are the ways that you can kind of avoid that happening? Mm-hmm. Are you, oh, is that you asking me? I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, I think naturally your relationship changes dramatically. There's no getting around that. Well, let's get into that. What are like the changes? You just don't have the same time anymore. You know, like you don't have that 
eight, nine hours of like, I mean, eight or nine hours, but like, you know, when you, before you have kids and you live with someone, let's say like you wake up together, you maybe make coffee together. You like hang out, Mm -hmm. you both go to work, you come home, you like do the same thing. You watch some TV. Maybe you go out with your friends. Um, you know, and relationships look so many different ways, but for the most part, you're spending like the majority of your time with this person, mm-hmm. especially if you live together and then you have a baby and you're still spending the majority of your time together. But the majority of your time is like trying to figure out how to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So it's not about like going on dates. You're not really connecting. Like a lot of times you're not really having sex because for women, um, or birthing people, you know, there's a time period of recovery, mm-hmm. obviously. And so, like, I think, you know, as men, it can be quite difficult. I mean, it was for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, you know, those are things that, like, I have considered when i've kind of thought about this topic Mm -hmm. and another thing that like i imagine can be can attribute to making things a little bit more difficult is the fact that like you're kind of keeping tabs on each other in like the sense of like well i just changed the past 10 diapers yep now it's your turn or like you know you got to go out this day i want to be able to go out on this time yeah, like, you have to, like, you kind of, like, accidentally divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I'm trying to think, like, when Max was born, you know, I started this, like, argument. And I basically was just, like, saying, like, I need attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I really needed some attention. Mm-hmm. Albeit, like, I needed, I just needed, like, her attention. I needed her to, like, I needed, I wanted her to be, like, cuddly and kissy and I just needed that Mm -hmm. or I thought I did and I remember her just being like dude are you kidding me after all I've been through yeah yeah like are you kidding me like physically emotionally yeah like she is in no place to like deal with my drama yeah and I think you know for a lot of men the it becomes this thing where it's like all of a sudden you're the provider or you think you're supposed to be mm. like now I need to go make money. I need to put food on the table and you lose track of your love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you lose track of like, I also need to be present mm-hmm. at home. I also need to, I don't know, even tell like my wife, like she looks great even yeah. though like she doesn't feel like she does or yeah. maybe make dinner or, you know, do the things that like, are so hard to do when you have a newborn. Like mm-hmm. I remember people giving us like, like postmates gift cards, man, it was epic. It's like the yeah. best gift you can give someone who just had a baby because like making food mm. is so hard. Mm-hmm. You are so beat up and I can't even imagine what a woman is going through or a birthing person like physically Yeah, because that, you know, it just, it takes such a toll on your body. Yeah. And it takes so long to recover from that. 
How how long is the recovery? Because I don't really know. It really depends on the person, you know. I mm. I've seen people who've given birth and like a week later they're like out and about, and I've seen people who like are in bed for a month. Yeah. It you know it it really depends. It depends on how you're feeling. It depends on what you want. Mm. Some people want to go and like get out in the world. Some people don't. Well, we stayed at home for a month. Physically, it's like you know, there's a drastic change in somebody's body, like in a birthing person's body when they're pregnant, there's a drastic change to it. And like, they're carrying so much more weight around Mm -hmm. and like, like in terms of their hormones, there's so many different changes that are going on. I don't know specifically, but I know enough to understand that like, after that happens, when you go through that, it's, you know, you need some recovery time and you, you know, I think if you have a part, not, you know, not everybody who gives birth has a partner, but if you do have a partner there, mm-hmm. it's important that they, I'm sure it's important that they kind of take care of, of that person. I think it's taking care of a person and I think it's also like making things easy. Yeah. You know, like. Making sure the house is chill, making sure there's food, making sure the trash got taken out, go walk the dog, like just do those like annoying little things that like you're barely going to have time for Mm -hmm. and like just do them. Yeah. And I didn't do that. I went the opposite. Mm -hmm. I got super in my head and I got really like, I I was cleaning a lot, but like I wasn't taking care of myself and I Mm -hmm. wasn't taking care of her. Yeah. I was tripping. Well, if you can't, I think if you are in a position where you can't take care of yourself, you're not going to do a great job at taking care of another person. Yeah. I mean, we're so lucky too, because we have our parents, like they're all like 15 minutes away from us. Mm -hmm. So they came over, they brought food. Like, you know, my mom, I can't remember how many times my mom was like, go take a nap now. Mm -hmm. Like baby sleeping, take a nap because the baby would go to sleep and I'd start cleaning Baby would go to sleep. I'd start asking Juliet about like work. Right. And she's like, you know, I can't talk to you about this stuff right now, dude. I don't have the energy. Mm-hmm. And um, I went into like survival mode. I went into like, let's get it done. Yeah. And I wish in hindsight I would have chilled. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to, to work. I wasn't ready to do any of that stuff. And mm-hmm. I wasn't supportive in the way I think I should have been because of I went into that mode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, kudos to her. Like, I can honestly say, like, my partner, I I can't speak on anyone else's, like, experience. But, like, mm. for me, like, that's a strong woman I had a, a child with. Yeah. Like, a strong woman. Like, she handled that and she went through it. And, you know, she dealt with all the things that were thrown at her with, like, such grace. Mm -hmm. And I I think I give a big hat off to, like, women and birthing people because it's a lot to ask of a person. Yeah. You know, like, you are carrying this baby around Mm -hmm. for 10 months. It comes out of you, which is, like, a completely different thing, like... You know, some people tear, some people have a C-section, which is actually an actual surgery. You know, like, 
even natural births, man, like it's just, oh my God, there's so much going on that I can't even get into because I didn't do it. Mm. And then they have to like, a lot of times like they are going to try to nurse Mm. and that is like a whole other thing. Yeah. It's like a physical and mental thing. Well, you go through this and it like permanently changes your body. Yeah. It it literally like scientifically is proven that like your chemistry changes forever. Mm -hmm. And the way that you look changes forever in some cases, like my mom had a C-section with me. My mom did too. Yeah. And you know, that's got to be like a really difficult thing to adjust to because my mom still has the scar. Yeah. It's big. And like in terms of like societal beauty standards, I'm not seeing anyone like modeling or whatever with a C-section. I haven't seen that. I mean, that dude, that was like a big thing too. Like, mm. like we, we were pregnant in COVID mm-hmm. and we were relying on modeling, mm-hmm. you know? And I like, I can't imagine my body changing that dramatically and like what that could possibly do to your head. Especially within that, like if you were in that industry. Yeah. That's really difficult. Yeah. I mean like, look, I thought she looked like stunning, mm-hmm. but I mean, what does that matter at the end of the day? You know, I can only say so much. Yeah. But I think, you know, like, big shout out to these people who give birth because it's like, it's just something like as men, like we're never, ever going to understand. But what, like, what efforts do you think that, like, men can take and just partners of birthing people can take to make them feel understood to an extent? I think, I think it it sounds so simple, but I think it's just being present, like Mm -hmm. being in it, like listening, like really listening to your partner. Like, what are they asking you for? Like, what are they feeling? Like, what can you do to possibly make the situation like a little bit easier? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like really like taking yourself out of the equation And I've been seeing, like, I'm really proud of some dads I've met recently because, you know, they have newborns and, like, you know, I have Call Me Dada and, like, they ask me questions a lot. And I I look at them and the way they are with their newborns and I'm like, "You're, you're actually doing, like, far better than I did. Yeah. Because they're doing that. They're taking themselves out of the situation. They're, they're showing up. They're taking off work. They're, Mm -hmm. you know, they're making sure the things that, like, somebody who just gave birth doesn't and can't deal with and while in their recovery they're making sure it's getting done and I'm, I'm really proud of them yeah because i again like i didn't do that because mm-hmm. i was freaking out yeah well i guess you've got to like i guess persevere and like even when you don't feel like you can be an anchor for your partner who's given birth like you have to play that role that's make a big feel thing supported. I've learned in relationships, man, is like, it's truly like the ultimate sacrifice. Like, I mean, relationships in general, but like, especially relationships with kids, like you're acting a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talked about this on another episode, like, and I think the one about bipolar where I told you that like, there's just days I don't have the energy for my kid and I have to like pretend I'm fine. Yeah. 
And it's a lot of the same stuff when you're in a relationship and have a kid. It's like, you're done. You're so toast. Mm -hmm. And you have to just pretend. Mm -hmm. You have to just like get up and do it. And it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. And I think this is where like a lot of people go awry is, you know, it's hard to balance a relationship and a kid. Mm -hmm. It is maybe one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. To find the time to say, like, I love you. I'm in love with you. Also, by the way, we have to be pragmatic about this other stuff. Mm. Like, I'm really bad at, like, the pragmatic stuff. Like, I don't want to talk about bills, and I don't want to talk about school, and, like, I don't care. But you have to. And you have to. Mm. You got to just do it. Mm -hmm. And, like, I learned that the hard way, but I think that's, like, a big thing I'm seeing in this generation of dads is, like, they really do want to show up and they really, really, really want their partner to, like, be good. Yeah. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking love it. Well, the thing is, and, like, <clears throat> I think having a relationship and having a child involved in everything, you are just spinning several plates at once. Yeah. And, like, of course, people are going to mess up, but it's, like, picking that plate up, up off the floor and you know getting right back at it when you do i think you're always picking plates up off the floor yeah but i really think like that's like the support of someone who just gave birth is like just taking yourself out of that that equation Mm -hmm. because it's really not about you yeah and i think this is also what's hard about fatherhood Mm -hmm. is the first bit of it it's not about you yeah you're not nursing I mean, some men have, like, like stuff they do to try to, like, share their response. I saw some, like, thing. It's, like, a fake boob that some guys wear. Okay. I never got one. Right. Um, but I'm just saying, for the most part, you know, you're not nursing, mm-hmm. which is your baby's, f- like, first form of food. Mm-hmm. Some people don't nurse, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. We nursed. Yep. So, like, I wasn't involved in that. Yeah. And then it's like your baby's waking up all times of the night and all times of the day Mm. because the baby wants to eat. And, you know, baby and mommy, like, that's kind of their first connection. I've heard, like, friends of mine have told me who've had children and and they nurse that nursing is, like, super exhausting. It is. It is. It burns a lot of calories. Right, okay. Like a lot of calories. Mm -hmm. And you have to kind of... The baby's constantly like pulling the milk out. Mm -hmm. So it that's how your supply works, right? If the baby wants it, you'll have milk. If the baby doesn't, you don't. And then you get into all this other stuff, which is like mastitis, where you like you get a clogged duck and it's like basically your boob gets like hard and you have to like get it out. And then, like, a lot of times, like, you have, like, nipple damage, which Mm -hmm. is just so, I can't imagine how painful that is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, nursing, that part of it, too, isn't easy. Yeah. I also, I want to shout out someone really quick. There's a a new company that I'm involved with um, called Swell. Mm -hmm. And Swell is amazing because they basically created a platform for this. Okay. For parents, like, especially like nursing mothers and, and there's, you know, there's some stuff I did for the dads on there too, but like Mm -hmm. they basically created this like amazing freaking platform and products for all of this because 
the nursing and like feeding industry is like almost barbaric. Like right. it hasn't changed in so long. Mm-hmm. So they, they, I think, you know, if you are a person who just had a kid, sorry, I'm very parched. Um, and you're kind of going through it. I think please check out swell. It's S W E H L. Um, we're not sponsored by them. This I'm, I'm just, what they've done is just like truly, truly amazing. Yeah. Well, shout out to swell. We are going to take a quick, commercial break camera setup break and mm-hmm. um, we'll be back to chat more about sort of being able to take care of your relationship post childbirth yes um and just kind of wrap up the the whole season so we'll be back bah. okay we're back we're back um so yeah i guess we could chat a little bit more in terms of like postpartum how what are like some specific things that you could do hmm nothing like broad and general about like i think the most specific thing you can do truly is educate yourself on postpartum mm-hmm. because postpartum looks so different for everyone yeah like i had postpartum i'm just telling you to say yeah time. yeah i had postpartum um yep. it exists in men too mm-hmm. um and, you know, my partner had her own version of it. And, you know, for some people, it's like they can't talk. They're super depressed. They hate their baby. Mm-hmm. For some people, they're seemingly fine, but they're like, you know, oh, my God, my life is over. Like, yep. it, it it really just goes to the person who's going through it, mm-hmm. like any sort of depression. Yeah. But I think just educating yourself on postpartum knowing that it's going to happen is the best thing you could possibly do yeah and also like i've seen men do this thing that i really don't like where they kind of like make fun of their partner like oh she's being a bitch like postpartum don't do that yeah that's so annoying Mm -hmm. like it's so stupid i think like a lot of the times the answer in terms of like taking care of someone or making people you know someone feel understood and appreciated and everything is just as simple as educating yourself yeah and man i'm so mad at myself that i didn't Mm -hmm. like now obviously i'm like very well read on everything baby and everything Mm -hmm. because you know it's like what i do but man at the time i was so like ignorance is bliss just gonna jump in the deep end which Mm -hmm. like for a lot of things in life is like a cool way to do it. Yeah. But like not for kids. No, I feel I like don't, that's... I would not advise doing it like that. No, maybe if you're going like scuba diving, ignorance Even that, is bliss. No, you no? should learn how to scuba dive cause you could die. Yeah, that's like, true. I mean like if you want to start a company, like maybe, yeah, jump mm-hmm. in the deep end and do it. But like not with kids. No. Or birth. No, that's a little bit more significant. It's pretty si- It's m- pretty much the most significant thing in your life. Yeah. It is, mm-hmm. I would say. I agree. I would say Max is the most significant thing in my life. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want. I also don't want people to sit here and think that I was just, like, a total asshole because I, I obviously wasn't. Mm-hmm. But, like, educate yourself. Read about it. It's not corny to know about these things. Mm-hmm. And I think there's not enough discussion with men 
about just like actually knowing what's going on. And I, I found that a lot just in society. Like, like I said, I do have some guys in my life right now who are just like absolutely killing it Mm -hmm. and, you know, shout out to them. But like for the most part as men, we are told like, it's not really our problem. Yeah. It's not really our problem. Like nurse the baby. Oh, the baby's crying. Nurse it. Mm -hmm. Oh, the baby's crying. Feed it. Oh, the diaper needs changing. Like I've seen that too, where the dude's just not involved. But you know, man, like Ernie, I, I I see you kind of rolling your eyes and I know, I know that like, I know how you feel, but at the same time, you know, we have to blame education we have to blame the way men are raised i suppose but like dude at this like day and age i just don't think there's any room or excuse for like not knowing that misogyny is wrong it's not i think that it's accidental misogyny though like i guess to an extent and like of course like i see where you're coming from and i think that like education is an important thing but like i just cannot imagine being a person who like does that without knowing that it's wrong well full stop i can't imagine being a person who does that i mean look like i don't really hang out with people like that because it it's hard for me mm. but again i think that's like the the part about education right is mm. that like if all you've ever seen is like your dad go to work and come home, eat dinner and go to bed, you're not really going to have much to base it off of. If you were a person who like, when you got upset, it was like, don't cry. Mm. You know, I could go down the list of these like incredibly insane things that we place on men. Mm. But if you grew up that way, you grew up that way. And like, it's not necessarily their fault. I suppose I'm coming from a perspective of, like, having an echo chamber of people who... You are. ...and not like that, and I'm lucky for that. But, like, you know, I grew up with a dad who I'm sure, I mean, I know is misogynistic, and, Mm -hmm. like, I know would probably be like that, would have probably been like that. I'm pretty sure, like, when I was born, he was at the pub. Yeah, and I think a lot of dads are like that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we are we are changing like dads are changing, of course. But mm-hmm. like the the narrative is is changing. But like you have to force education like, you know, I never took like a Lamaze class or I never took like any classes. Mm-hmm. And I wish I did. Yeah. Because also there's like that's a great way too to like meet other dads who are going through this thing that you're also going through. Yeah. Because the other thing is, man, when you have a kid, your life doesn't just change because of postpartum. Your life changes because like you stop hanging out with your friends. Yeah. A lot of your friends don't want to hang out with you anymore. The world looks at you very differently. And Mm -hmm. especially if you're like a younger parent as we were, it becomes this thing of like, Oh, now you're a parent. Like I don't, you're different. You feel like a fucking alien. Right. So imagine that like you carried this baby, you gave birth, mm-hmm. you're in recovery, you're postpartum. Mm. Some people are also nursing, figuring that whole deal out. Mm-hmm. And now your homies don't even want anything to do with you because now you're just a parent. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a big, big. Oh, oh. and then on top of it, you have a fucking baby. Mm. Man, that's a lot. 
Think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. But, like, imagine being in a situation where you're a mother or, like, a birthing parent. And you've got this partner who, like, on top of all that that you're dealing with as well as them, is also just, like, all of this, all these responsibilities, like, I that mean, ain't me. that is, like, centuries of, of women, though, mm-hmm. have dealt with that. Yeah. Like, centuries, dude. That's why, like, I don't, I don't particularly, like, empathize with people who are, like, when, why, like, womp womp, like, feminism, you know what I mean? When people are, like, mm-hmm. making fun of, like, the feminist movement and everything, it's, like, are you just are you just blind to how women were treated for like the past like you know hundreds of years and like are still treated because like these I relationships are very much alive. Really hard. I think it's really really hard for men to face facts. Right. I don't think that they have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot easier to make a joke. I think it's a lot easier for them to make it about something stupid like diapers. Right. It's really hard for men to emote. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just in society, man. Like, we raised our sons wrong. Yeah. And there, again, are amazing... Nice ding, dude. So sorry, guys. Sorry if I made anyone uncomfortable with my phone notification. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a lot of guys who want to be different and they don't necessarily know how. And I think right now in society too, it's the first time that like men are on the chopping block. Yeah. Like they're really on the chopping block Mm -hmm. and it's a good thing, but it's, you have a like centuries of men that were taught. You get a girl pregnant birthing person mm-hmm. and you go out well they weren't even taught about the idea of a birthing person it was just you get a girl pregnant yeah you get someone pregnant you mm. get actually you get as many people possible as pre- as pregnant you have as many kids as you possibly can and you go out and you work in the field mm-hmm. and you're a man yeah and that's what men do mm-hmm. and man it's 2023 and we're just having this conversation yeah like this is why, like, I know I know where you're coming from, mm-hmm. and, like, we do sit on the same side in a way. Yeah. But, like, I think that because you don't have a kid and because, like, how do I say this? And because, like, you've never experienced that, mm-hmm. like, you have to give people a little bit of a break. And that's what yeah, I yeah. learned through having a kid and being a dad was that, like, some of these guys, like, they just don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And it's not because they're assholes and it's not because they want to be misogynistic. They just don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And you have to literally, like, as men right now, we have to hold each other's hands and we have to walk each other through this shit. Yeah. Because it's not fucking easy. Yeah. And we're not taught this. No one at school in health class was like, when you get a girl pregnant, she'll have postpartum. It was like, wrap your dick up because you're going to get some chick pregnant. That's literally what they told me, bro. Yeah. That's the only thing I I remember from health class is like, wear a condom. Mm-hmm. Okay, wear a condom. But like, also, like, we should be teaching men to be fathers. Yeah. And show up and be there for their partners. And or maybe like have a little empathy for what the person that gave birth went through. Yeah. 
I mean, man, can you imagine having a surgery and having a human come out of you? Absolutely. You not. went through surgery. Yep. I don't even. I've never had surgery in my life. Mm-hmm. I've never broken a bone. Knock on wood. Like nothing. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine being like, okay, I'm gonna go under the knife. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna maybe even be put under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And when I wake up, I'm gonna be a different person. Yeah. Like, man, that is so f- freaking traumatic. But also, like, imagine being a different person with another different person, like, brand new, who grew inside of your body. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's, it's crazy. a lot to get your head around. Yeah, it's it's psychotic. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, that that's what you have. That's why when you have a kid, you need to show up in the right ways. Yeah. Like, and take it from me. Like, look, I wasn't one of these guys who was like, you changed the diaper. Like, I tried my best. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I wasn't. There's was like one night where I literally broke down and I was just like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I woke her up and she got a little mad because she was so exhausted. But mm-hmm. like, I was always there. I always yep. showed up. But I didn't know that like my brain was also changing because I didn't have that education. Like, as a father, you're your brain also changes Mm -hmm. and it's literally like animal, like the animal part of our brain, Mm -hmm. like it all changes and you start to go into this like weird provider mode, like da 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 da. Mm -hmm. And for me that came out as like, I needed to work. Right. And I was like crazy about work. Mm -hmm. Like I think I started like four companies. Like I was like working constantly. I was always in a meeting Mm -hmm. and like, I didn't realize that my brain was going provide, 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 provide. Cause that's what animals do. Yeah. And you know, you gotta, you gotta know these things like Mm -hmm. go into these things, go into this situation, go into birth knowing about this. It's the best thing for you because if you don't like me, you make a lot of mistakes that like maybe could be avoided. Well, you weren't self-aware of the fact that, like, you were in, like, this primal mode of providing. And I think going into it with, like, a certain amount of self-awareness that this could happen, ABC could happen. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness and also awareness of, like, the people around you Mm -hmm. and how the person who gave birth might feel. This is a funny story. It's, like, a good metaphor. Mm -hmm. So my mom was, like, cooking for us a lot. And so was my partner's mom. And, like, people were buying us food, like I was saying, and all good. Like, great. I was, because I, I, you know, I couldn't even, like, feed myself. Like You it was, were eating good. Yeah, I was, like, eating good. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom made chicken wings. My mom's, like, really famous for making chicken wings. So she makes these chicken wings, right? And I, like, I'm in a daze, like, literal daze. Mm-hmm. And I come downstairs, <laughs> and my mom's like, oh, I made you, I made you guys some chicken remind you she said you guys i sit there and i ate all the chicken wings with my eyes closed <laughs> every single one <laughs> and oh the whole God, house Miles. the whole house like baby mama other grandma everyone was like are you joking <laughs> like one how did you even eat that much chicken two that was for everyone mm-hmm. but man i didn't even realize mm-hmm. And this, these are the things that happen when you have a kid. You're just like in another dimension. Yeah. 
I feel so bad for that so this day. <laughs> no. I just sat there with my eyes closed and ate like a whole thing of chicken. You owe like a chicken wing night to your family. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I do. You got to make everyone chicken wings. I can't make them though. You got to Postmates everyone chicken wings. No, but my moms are the best. You got to pay your mom to make a I'll lot of I'll pay my mom. I'll pay chicken my mom. Wings. I'll pay my mom. That's what I think you should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it right. Well, we're kind of nearing the end of this episode. Um, I think that it's a good idea for us to maybe source some techniques from the people watching. Maybe if you guys can share any techniques that you've used to kind of like nurture your partner when they've given birth. Yeah. Maybe share your experience with that. I would love that. Or even if you are like... And part of education is other people's experience, too. Yeah, like, if you're the birthing, if you're a birthing person, maybe you can talk about, like, what you wished, you can tell us what you wished a partner would have done for you, mm-hmm. you know? Just so that people who are watching who might, like, scroll through the comments might pick up on something and it might help them. Yeah. Um. But anyway, to wrap the podcast up also most ridiculous outfits award goes to us i know we look insane when i like took the commercial break to reset the camera i like had a look at the footage and we look crazy yeah we look not super presentable for the last episode go ireland though you know what i'm saying go ireland well it's also it's oh well it's an island versus america jersey it was like the 1992 what no one cares it's really ugly. It's really, really ugly. Yeah. Um, but we are going to probably go and like have like a celebratory meal mm-hmm. to celebrate the end of the of the first podcast season. Also, what do you like? What do you guys want to see on the next season? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, who do you want us to get? Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about? Like, I have some people lined up. I'd really like to get a, my fertility doctor on here. I want to talk to some doulas and some midwives. I want to talk to some child development people. But, like, what do you guys want to see? Do you want to see more dads? I would also, if we can figure it out, because I've seen it on other podcasts, I would love for us to have, like, maybe, like, a voicemail system. Oh, yeah. Where we can actually hear the voices of cool. viewers yeah I'd they can kind that. of call in yeah 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 and we can answer their questions or you know next like season hopefully won't be as diy and it's gonna be great yeah well we'll see i also want to sincerely say like thank you to the people that make this possible for us mm-hmm. one of those people is coterie diapers yes you know you'll hear about i talk about them a lot in the commercial break we do a lot of video work for them. You might've seen us on their channels, but Mm -hmm. they really took us from like an idea to being able to do this. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank them for that. I also have only ever used coterie diapers like prior to even being sponsored by them. Mm -hmm. And they're truly like such a diaper company for like this generation of parents. And it's, I don't know. It just warms my heart that they like are involved yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, great wipes. Great wipes, dude. Yeah. I I use their wipes. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. For my, you know, baby-sensitive skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't have a baby yet. I just feel like they're a company that's, like, actually thinking about parents. Yep. You know? They really are. And um, and that means a lot to me, because not a lot of companies who do baby stuff are, like, they act, do they actually, like, care much? Mm-hmm. 
it's very like corporate and gross. Yeah, well, codes are great. I think that it used to be you can only like order them, but you can get them at Whole Foods now. Whole Foods, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I suggest, as a new parent, you do the subscription because you don't want to be running to go get diapers. Like mm-hmm. it's it's so much easier to just have them show up. Also, the fact they offer a subscription is so awesome. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I also just, last thing I want to say, and then I'll let you finish. This guy loves Coterie. I do love Coterie. Mm. Um, I started this a long time ago, and I just wanted to, like, help myself feel better about the way I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's grown into this thing where, like, I met you, Ernie... We get to make amazing content. We get to like do what we love for a living. Mm -hmm. And like, just like, thanks. Like, this is awesome. It's the best. It's not every day you get to like make something up and do it. I've never had like a job where I've like. I've never had a job. (laughs) I've never (laughs) had a job. (laughs) No, I've, I've never had a job. And I've, you know, I've, I've been through many career paths but i've never had one where i like feel like i have to pinch myself every day because i yeah, feel yeah, yeah. so lucky yeah and like i don't know if people know this but like every like we get every freaking comment every message i get every subscriber i get on the newsletter like every every single one like i remember when we had like 200 followers mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god mm-hmm. there are 200 hundred people that give a shit about yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like every day it's like we get more and more followers and I'm just like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. This is awesome. So thank you all yeah. who have been here. Yeah, it's massively gratifying. And like we see all of it as well. Like anybody that sends us a message, we always see it. Emails. You'll always get them. an answer from me, Miles. Like yep. we don't have an intern. Mm-hmm. It, it it really is just the two of us, basically. Yeah. Um, and it has been a labor of love, and we feel really lucky to have it. And like, even filming this has been so fun and like mm-hmm. surreal that this is like part of our jobs. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And on that note, let's wrap it. Let's clock out of our jobs. Yeah. And go eat some good food. I would love that. What food do you want, Miles? I think I want like a chicken thing. Chicken thing. We talked a lot about chicken wings. Like I want chicken wings. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I don't order any because you're vegan. Apparently you'll eat them all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We love you. And goodbye. And goodbye.